Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you win at home and in life. Welcome to the Winning Family Podcast with Rodney and Michelle Gage, a podcast designed to help you win at home and life. I'm your host, Dr. Linda Travely, and today we are going to do a podcast episode around Rodney's newest book called Why Your Kids Do What They Do, Responding to the Driving Forces Behind Your Teen's Behavior. It is so good. And listen, for a limited time, you can get a free copy of the study guide that goes with this book. When you purchase the book, let me give you the information you need. Go to thewinningfamily.com or text the word KIDS, K-I-D-S, to 1-833-213-8967. And over the next few episodes, we are going to dive in and unpack some of these insights and principles from this newly revised and expanded edition of this book. It is so good. I got to read some of it last night, guys. It is amazing. I wish I had had it like 20, 30 years ago when my kids were younger. But anyway, welcome. Thank you. (laughs) Yes, I couldn't agree more. It is an incredible book and so timely. Well, can I I give a little quick uh, reveal here? Yeah. So... I technically wrote this book somewhat before. Well, we well, let me put it this way: we wrote. I wrote the book before we even had teenagers. Yes. So it was interesting because the people used to say, "How in the world did you write a book on teenagers when you hadn't even been through the process?" And my response to that was, "Is that well, I had the opportunity to speak to over two million young people in mm-hmm. public schools, yeah. private schools, literally around the world." And so I used to answer that question by saying, well, I have the distinct opportunity and privilege of hearing things from kids that they won't tell their parents. That's so good. So I compiled all of those, um, you know, conversations mm-hmm. and challenges and responses that we received through the years among youth. And but at the same time, this is a newly revised, expanded version from the School of Hard Knocks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hard Knocks. That's right. So, That's right. Uh, well, so, and plus, you just have a very distinct gifting from God to understand children, not children, children and teenagers. Teenagers in particular, you're just really gifted at that. I think God gave you that gift on purpose and for a purpose. And, and this book is is deep good. and really, really good. Well, I, I mean, I love every stage and phase of parenting yeah. and every stage and phase of watching kids grow and develop and reach their God-given destiny and potential, but I personally loved the teenage years, wow. and I think for a lot of parents, that's like the most dreadful or intimidating mm-hmm. you know, season that they go through, but I don't know. I just, I just, I... I love being around teenagers, students. I just, I have a, you know, a tremendous heart for them. I believe in the next generation so much. And I've seen God do so many incredible things in those teenage Mm -hmm. years that have brought about, you know, transformation and life change. And so I just, I have a real deep passion for that. And I just really do believe that parents don't necessarily have to see it as those negative, you know, years where, you know, you're kind of just holding on for dear life, hoping it all works out. I think you can take more of a proactive approach. And that's really what this book is all about. Rather Mm -hmm. than being in a responsive mode all the time, well, let's be proactive. And that's why when we understand the power of needs and we are proactive and how we can create an environment, a culture within our home, build relationships, those life-giving relationships with our kids so that we can meet those needs, 
Well, now we really have the opportunity to enjoy because mm-hmm. you get to see the fruitfulness right. of that. And you right. get to see the our kids really thrive and reach their full potential. So that's what I want. I want to help parents see the beauty in a, of it all, have the hope and the encouragement, you know, from, you know, not seeing them as they are, but as they can become. Mm-hmm. And I think yeah. that's the key is just seeing the great potential that, that God has placed mm-hmm. inside of our mm-hmm. kids. That's great. So, yeah. And I think today what we'll talk about is as we kind of continue this conversation as it relates to the book, why your kids do what they do. Uh, in the last episode, we mm-hmm. kind of unpacked five specific needs or what I call gauges um, in the lives of teenagers today and why those emotional needs are so important. Because again, they have a profound effect on the way we think, we feel, ultimately the choices and decisions we make, our behavior. And so a lot of times parents who may are trying to understand and maybe hopefully better appreciate the power of those needs. I think what happens is, is that maybe parents can fall into what I call some false assumptions on how to go about meeting those needs or why those needs are so important, Mm -hmm. especially during those, you know, those teenage years. So I thought today what we would do is just kind of talk through some of these, what I call six assumptions that it's not an exhaustive list, but I think these are probably some of the most most common assumptions or false assumptions that parents make when it comes to their teenagers and specifically meeting those specific needs in the lives of their kids. And I think it's interesting as you're getting ready to set this up and, and give this to us that, you know, there's no college that you go to to learn how to be a parent or true. a university to learn how to be the parent of a teenager. And I, I love that you're helping us dig deeper and understand um, the why behind the behavior or the false assumptions that we might have, which are so easy. There's nothing condemning about having a false assumption that we're getting ready to walk through. It's just that we just don't know, right. you yeah. know, and, and I think it's just great that, you know, God's gifted you with this um, wisdom to help us understand that with our teens. Well, the, the reality is, is that life is complicated. Yeah. Life gets busy. Yeah. And so the more you know, comp- complex life becomes, the more challenges that we all face in our lives, uh, setbacks, you know, painful experiences that we go through, um, you know, just the day-to-day responsibilities, you know, of work and managing, you know, all the moving parts mm-hmm. uh, of our life, of our of our family. If you are a single parent, you know, the complexities that that, you know, um, brings into a single parent's life, a blended family situation, right. you know, the complexities that that brings. And when you have multiple people involved, multiple kids involved, you know, I think what happens is, is that through it all, you know, those teenage years can just, man, they can move so quickly. Oh, yes. And there's so much going on. And, man, a lot happens in the span of, you know, five or six years there. And that's mm-hmm. where I think sometimes those false assumptions can kind of begin to creep their way in where we just, again, assume certain things that may not necessarily be accurate. Mm-hmm. So to maybe better understand and maybe unpack a little bit more about what I'm talking about, let's just talk through that. For example, like assumption number one might be, well, my my kid or my teenager, you know, is uh, <laughs> seems to be okay. 
So therefore, I must be doing everything right. And I think, you know, if we're focused on all the things that they're doing wrong or could be doing wrong, or when we compare maybe our son or daughter with, you know, other kids and say, well, I'm, well, at least they're not doing that, or at least they're not, you know, being exposed to those kind of things or whatever. I think that's the trap that we can fall into, that assumption or that false assumption is like, well, if everything is going okay right now, as long as the wheels are still on the track, then I must be doing something okay, <laughs> or my child must be okay. And there may be truth to that in the moment. Right. But the reality is, is that we can't ever let our guard down. Mm-hmm. And we can't ever assume that just because everything on the surface level seems to be going okay doesn't mean that something is not lurking around the corner. Because all it takes is, you know, the wrong association with a friend. All it takes is being at the wrong place at the wrong time or right time, depending how you look at it, with the wrong influences. Mm -hmm. And so the enemy, our spiritual adversary, is out to steal, kill, and destroy. He prowls around, the Bible says, like a roaring lion looking for someone to devour. Mm -hmm. And he wants nothing more than to sabotage our kids' lives. Mm -hmm. So he's just looking to lure them into a place of compromise, temptation, you know, whatever it might be. So one day we think we're, we're doing okay and they're doing okay because they're doing okay. But, you know, all of a sudden something happens and we're like, wow, I didn't see that coming. Yeah. So we can't ever let our guard down. So that's really assumption number one is that my teenager seems to be okay, so therefore I must be doing everything right. But there's a second assumption, and mm-hmm. assumption number two is, is that my teenager is a hot mess. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of like the extreme opposite. So therefore, I must be a terrible parent, mm-hmm. and I can't possibly meet, you know, this child's needs. And so, um, again, there are multiple extremes here because we also encounter a lot of parents who just beat themselves up mm-hmm. because they can't seem to find any success or momentum or anything positive going on because again they're in reactive mode Mm -hmm. because they're going from one crisis to the next you know they're just they're going through they're fighting one battle to the next and as a result of that parents sometimes can feel overwhelmed defeated uh, intimidated by just so many things that are working against them Mm -hmm. and you know i think again it's that assumption that because my kid is in a bad place, they're not thriving, I must be a horrible parent. And I just want to say to parents, whatever you do, don't embrace that lie. You know, whatever you do, don't see yourself as the primary reason for, you know, whatever it is that's going on at this given Mm -hmm. moment or season. Mm -hmm. I think it's just important that we realize, again, there's a, this is, this is a very, complex time in a teenager's life. A lot is going on and what they're going through may not have anything to do with you. Mm-hmm. It's just the realities of what they are experiencing in these mm-hmm. developmental years. Right. And so that's why we have to just be what I call a gauge reader, mm-hmm. which we'll talk about more in a few moments. But I think it's just important that we realize that there are some false assumptions that we can easily fall into. Assumption number three is is that, oh, well, this is just a phase, you know, my son or my daughter is going through, and I made it through my teenage years, so, you know, they'll come out okay on the other side. Well, it's a different world today. 
And, you know, the stuff that kids now are being exposed to and things that kids are doing, and depending on what era of history you grew up in, you know, maybe mm-hmm. you said, well, I grew up, you know, when, you know, it was sex, drugs, and rock and roll, and I did all the above, and I made it okay. Well, well, that's great, but the last thing is we want is we don't want our kids to go through that. Right. That's right. the last thing we want is for our kids to... Mm-hmm go through a lot of those things because things that kids obviously are dealing with today, which in many cases were true then, I mean, they're life threatening. Mm -hmm. And I think when you add the mental health Mm -hmm. challenges that kids are going through today, the long-term effects that that has, it it, it has a profound ripple effect. Yes. So we can't just minimize that or brush that off as though, well, it's just a phase or a fad, they'll they'll outgrow it. We, mm-hmm. we can't um, we can't go there as far as that assumption. Right. Assumption number four mm-hmm. is it's too late. In other words, my kid is in such a, a mess. You know, we, we've made so many mistakes. We've, we've encountered so much in our life. There's so much water under the bridge. There's no way in the world that we can go back and fix or repair what's been broken. Or the opposite is also true where some might say, well, we're just not there yet, you know, We'll cross that bridge when we get to it. And so it's never too late and it's never too early to be proactive when it comes to understanding, you know, the heart of our kids in ways that we can walk alongside them and help them win, help them succeed. That's why it's so important they get this book. <laughs> Everybody listening right now, get the book, Why Your Kids Do What They Do. Right. Um, you can go to thewinningfamily.com and get it there or at all the distributors online mm-hmm. have this book. It's, it's really important. Take advantage of it now. Well, assumption number five is my teenager will turn out better than me. So, well, that's a good way to maybe have hopes and aspirations. <laughs> optimistic attitude yeah that uh, one day they will be better than you but again there are no guarantees and so like everyone they have to be taught they have to be led they have to be nurtured you know they've got to be shown the way and we can't just assume that you know if this all the stars line up and you know it all works out for the best they're just going to turn out great no. We wouldn't do that in our business. No. Exactly. <laughs> Good point. Good point. <laughs> exactly. Why? This is much more important than that. Yeah. So why in the world would we uh, assume that our kids are just automatically going to grow up and be far more productive and successful and healthy and prosperous than we, we've ever been? Mm-hmm. Um, we can help, I think, shape their future, but there's still no guarantees. But we have to be a part of that process. Mm-hmm. And we can't just assume it's all going to turn out for the good. And then the last assumption, assumption number six, and and, and I'm just going to say it like this. I'll read it. And that is, I'm, and then select whatever your problem is. I'm a single parent, unemployed, uneducated, an only child, financially strapped, or climbing the corporate ladder. So I don't have to, and then whatever, select your excuse that you want to fill in that blank I don't have the time, energy, training, money, emotional stability, or patience to determine my teenager's needs and meet them. And so, again, we can allow these assumptions to creep into our mindset and our perspective. And I think if we're not careful, 
we can use all of these situations or even what I call, just to be frank, excuses Mm -hmm. to minimize the importance of taking these adolescent years and really sewing in and making these formidable years, Mm -hmm. these years that God is going to use to set the tone and foundation for the rest of their lives. Because it is in this season of these teenage years that they are going to be making decisions that's going to profoundly Mm -hmm. impact the rest of their lives. So Mm -hmm. the decisions, you know, our kids make when they're three doesn't have near the implications as they are when they're 13 Mm -hmm. or they're 16 or 18. So it's important that we, again, not allow all these false assumptions to creep into how we connect with our kids, communicate with our kids, how we learn really what is most important to them when it comes to their emotional needs and how we can create an atmosphere and build the relationships so that we can be that tool that God uses as their parents to be that primary voice of support and encouragement, security, you know, giving them the time and the attention that they need so that they can ultimately be set up for success to reach their full potential. So again, we're driven by needs, whether we understand it, whether we care to admit it or not, our emotional needs, what I call unspoken needs for young people, especially have a profound driving sense of motivation and be, that drives our behavior. And so how we think, how we feel, and ultimately how we be, behave is all associated with a lot of the key emotional, relational needs in our lives. I think this is so good. And uh, as you were speaking and kind of walking through all those assumptions, it made me process again uh, my sister's and my mom and I are writing a book uh, about my dad's life that will be coming out later this year, but 12 principles that he taught us. But as we've been digging deep into the way we were raised, every child is different. Every mm-hmm. child has different personality. Every parent has a different parenting style. And um, as you're raising your children, what when we're looking back at our story with the four girls, that we were each different to parent and um a couple of the girls were more difficult Mm. to parent and and went through through some really challenging times and it was devastating Mm. to my parents and when you said there my teenager's a mess i'm a terrible parent I it just brings emotion to me because we've walked through this and of, of course now you know everyone is doing really well and and you know back in the day it, it, we got it all figured out and mom and dad walked through that and and they were able to stay together which was a miracle my mom and dad stayed married through all of it because it was just so hard for them but I remember my mom just losing her confidence mm-hmm. as a mother you know, that she had done all the things that she felt was right. But when the teenage years hit and when, you know, a stronger personality came out and challenged what my parents, you know, were teaching, uh, which is which is a good thing, you know, that some of us have 
more challenging and stronger personalities. <laughs> They're going to make even a bigger impact probably on the world. But, um, but it was hard for my mom and she almost lost herself mm-hmm. in that. Yeah. So if that is you listening right now, I just want to encourage you because uh, my mom is just incredible parent, wonderful mother. And um, even in these years, now that my dad is gone, we're just, we're just, uh, the whole story is unfolding even more and how beautiful it is. And we walked through some difficult years, but we got through those years. And my mom and dad's life is even more impactful now. And my sister's life is even more impactful, the things that they walk through. And, and my, my mother was not a terrible parent, yeah. you know, and it's so the enemy, like you said, he, he's, prowling to take down our children but to as parents as well he wants you to he wants to steal the potential of you being an amazing parent and you can't give up so that's why these these books and these thoughts and these podcasts are so important and that you share them with people that really need hope and encouragement during these teenage parenting years they are hard they are hard and um but they can be a great as well Mm -hmm. as you said you love parenting teenagers because just the potential that's inside of them and helping them find it and to get on the right path is there's nothing more fulfilling really yeah and i want to definitely give a little sneak peek for the next episode because we're going to build on that thought even more because i think it's important that parents realize too that they can't do it alone. Yes. And they need the support from mm-hmm. other parents who are walking through that same journey, that same season of life that they're in. Because again, it helps give, you know, fresh perspective. You know, it's real time mm-hmm. conversations and challenges. And you learn and you grow from each other too. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. just hearing from someone else mm-hmm. of, hey, here's what we did or right. here's what we're walking through. And here's what, you know, here's some steps that we took to overcome this. And, so, I mean, we just really, really need, instead of being isolated, we really need to gravitate to other parents, other people that can help kind of walk alongside us to, to process a lot of the things that we're going through. Yes. Whether mm-hmm. it's, you know, just in our lives as parents or how it's affecting a marriage relationship or how it's ultimately affecting our kids. You know, so we need that ongoing support as much as we can. Yes, and with support being so important, this is a great time to let our podcast listeners and viewers know that you offer them support in the form of a mentoring program Mm -hmm. where they can be with a group of parents Mm -hmm. on a regular basis as Mm -hmm. well as you guys as as mentors which what an incredible Mm -hmm. gift and they can get more information about that at the winningfamily.com the winningfamily.com i'm telling you this is a gold mine a a great resource uh, that you want to mm-hmm. check into. Do you guys still give uh, a free month? Is that how how it goes? Yes. yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So they if can they sign up and get a thirty day you know trial. Just check it out because yeah. the benefit of the mentoring opportunity is that there is a portal where they'll have you know access to you know all kinds of um, resources, you know different videos, master classes. Uh, blogs, just different things that we've put together. Mm-hmm. We do that live monthly mentoring call each month. That it's kind of a highlight for us. We love doing that. Plus, there's an online, you know, community connection. Um, so there's just a lot of different supplemental tools along the way as we come alongside and encourage each other through the process. So, so important and so needed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow, what a great 
episode, a lot of great content. And hey, you're going to want to get your hands on this book, Why Your Kids Do What They Do. And with that, we want to encourage you to share this episode with some friends. Like I, like we just mentioned, there are people in your life, other parents, maybe even family members that have children that need this information. So be the hero in their life and get this information to them. Text it to them. Let them know that you listened to this episode and you think it would be helpful to them as well. So, yeah, if I can get the word out, subscribe (laughs) and review the podcast for us so that we know we're on the right track so Rodney and Michelle know exactly what type of content to bring you. If you've got questions, they love DMs in their box. I know they love DMs, so fill it up, guys. Fill it up. (laughs) you got questions, fill it up. Let them know. Follow them on Instagram and Facebook, The Winning Family. And we will see you next time. Thanks again for joining us on the Winning Family Podcast. Be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Winning Family. Also, we would love to hear what's on your heart and mind as parents. Send us any questions you would like Rodney and Michelle to answer in the future episodes by sending your questions to the podcast at thewinningfamily.com. We look forward to hearing from you. For more helpful resources and content, be sure to go to thewinningfamily.com. Until next time, thanks again for joining us on this week's episode of the Winning Family Podcast.